This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors dr squatch team hockberg mazda of orland park and marichka's in crest hill as well as charlie the baking guy i am rick camp alongside fellow fat jay zawoski jay in the chicagoland area the temperatures have turned up and the ever-present question for people that are always very conscious of how high their bills are <laughs> how long do i wait before i turn on the air conditioning today might be the day it might be the day because it's pretty toasty in here and i'm in my basement studio which is always ice cold when the air's on and i'm pretty toasty down here so i'm i'm ready i am always the first one ready in our house not surprising to anybody but uh yeah i, I feel i saw addy glancing at the thermostat and hope mentioned like yeah it's kind of hot in here so i think today might be the day but we've been outside for most of it which is nice but uh yeah ac time is upon us and that's good news because it means summer is close thanks everybody for tuning in follow us on twitter at i'm fat pod instagram at i'm fat pod facebook at i'm fat pod of course check out our t public shop check out the uh, link in our bio and those link trees in our bios i got links to everything we do including to the podcast itself make sure you rate review subscribe all those great things uh, when you subscribe you get those notifications as soon as the new podcast drop and more importantly, tell a friend about us because we uh, that's how our podcast grows, you know, word of mouth. So you guys have been great about that and keep it going. We greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. And I gave my fat guy summer shirt its first spin yesterday. Nice. Rave reviews. <laughs> so if, for the shirt, not the yeah, person well, wearing yeah, it. Right. Sure. Yeah. So if you're on the fence about getting one of those fat guy summer shirts it looks awesome i got it in like the what is that like teal-ish or mm -hmm. whatever it looks really good so i i love that shirt already so go to the t public shop pick up some stuff because there's a lot of good designs there yeah it, again look for the link in our social media bios we have a link tree in all of them and i think the top link is our t public shop it's important that you use our link that way we get credit for the sale and that's how we get helped by our t public shop so just make sure you follow that link tree and if you have anything to buy on t public by the way feel free to use our link and shop around it helps us uh regardless so thanks for that so it's it's been uh you know it's been a busy week as the summer months come i think people just get more busy there's stuff to do outside there's stuff to do you know my daughter's back in softball so we're just kind of busier than ever so I haven't had as many food adventures as I would like. However, mm -hmm. I just mentioned, Rick, Addy softball is back, which yes. means the concession stand is back. Oh. 
Oh, man. And there's a lot of things they do well at Homewood Baseball and Softball. But the concession stand, they've got walking tacos. They've got, like, legitimate, like, really good hot dogs. They have a Rulio's pizza. So going to a game in Homewood is (laughs) you're not just getting, you know, chips and salsa or popcorn. They've got all that stuff, too. But you've got some legitimate menu items down there. But the first thing I got, because I haven't had it forever, because I haven't been to a sporting event in forever, nachos with jalapenos on them just nice. the very simple stadium nachos with the little you know the plastic tray with the melted cheese in the side and then hope always likes to soak two or three of those chips so they get really? nice and soft with cheese yeah she likes yeah. that yeah no, i know it's no, her thing no no <laughs> no yeah she always puts two in the bowl and then saves them as she eats like the rest of it so then when she's done she got two soft ones left no i know it's strange it's strange. That, that like defeats the whole purpose. Cause then it's just like, it's like a mush wafer. <laughs> yeah, basically. But she's a, Hey, she likes it. So I know every time I order yeah. nachos, I'll put one or two in the cheese for her. Cause that's, I guess that's what marriage is. Right. You gotta, I was going to say wasting nachos. That's love. You got to soak your nachos. That's how, that's how love mm-hmm. grows. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's cool to be back, man. And, and, I, you know, the kids are all wearing masks and stuff, which is good. Everybody just being safe, but just be back at the field and, and seeing the kids all happy and playing together again. That's nice. And I feel like that's kind of how this summer is going to feel. I think it's going to feel more normal. And yeah, there'll probably be some masking still happening. But overall, like a, a large percentage of people are vaccinated. So there's going to be more opportunities for a normal summer. And boy, am I looking forward to it. Yeah, same here. Like I, I even just like simple things like going out for a walk mm-hmm. something like that you know not exerting myself too much because of course yeah but you also, just take the rascal scooter out and ride around town <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly <laughs> oh there boy there are like certain parts where it gets hilly where i, I wonder what that engine would sound like <laughs> you just go eh, eh. <laughs> you have to like hump your way up the, up the hill yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, those things are pretty good though. Cause I see some of the older people in town will just ride their rascal scooters down Halstead. And I don't mean on the street, (laughs) that would be dangerous, but you know, they're able to get from, you know, to to the jewels to target and they, they can zip around in those things a little bit as long as they're charged. And I wonder how long a jazzy or rascal scooter holds a charge. Email us. I'm fat (laughs) gmail.com. If you're rascal scooter bound. (laughs) (laughs) i mean really these are the things that we do need to that we do need to uh we need to learn so okay so outside of the nachos with the jalapeno was there anything that was on like your definite hit list that you wanted to get like that first day or the first couple days just crappy candy yes you know like the uh sour extreme they look like bacon strips like rainbow bacon Mm -hmm. strips those sort of things even like a tootsie pop they have little tiny Rice Krispie treats, like just the, the penny candy stuff that is never really laying around our house. Those sort of things. Like, I don't know. It just reminds me of being a kid. It's nostalgic. I see a lot of little kids running around with ring pops. Yes. And that Hope and I got in that discussion of what's better, Bubblicious or ring pops. And I'll, I'll have you weigh on, on the, in that real quick, Rick. Hmm. What do you think? I'm not the biggest hard candy guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I lean bubblicious. That's correct. Good job. Uh, the problem with the ring pop is it is sticky. Yes. And I don't like being sticky. 
I know. Just let it float out there if you'd like. Um, but yes. it's it's just uh, I don't I don't like this. Like whenever I even if I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, if a little piece of jelly gets like between my fingers, ugh, I will stop whatever I'm doing to go wash my hands if my hands are sticky. I hate it. That yes. is my least favorite sensation. That or like um, what's the worst is. I don't think it's as bad anymore, but like the older versions of like the gift card, like sticky stuff. Oh, like the the sticky glue. Yeah. That stuff would stay on your fingers. Like the newer versions are much better and they don't really do that where, where like your fingers don't get sticky, but that was the worst because it'd be so hard to like get off of your fingers once it's already on it. And then like, I accidentally once tried to like wipe it off on a shirt and then it just like never left the shirt. Yeah. They have included, uh, improved rather gift card glue technology. Mm -hmm. It's probably the greatest invention since, I don't know, the iPhone, the, the new glue that you can kind of pull off and play with. Yes. Cause that's, that's my first step. Oh, you got me a hundred dollar gift card. Thank you. I'm going to play with the glue. Right. Yeah. It's (laughs) yeah, exactly. It's it's like with uh with especially like with cats when you like get them stuff but then they end up playing in the box that it came in. Yes. Yeah. It's Wait. it's a it's a hundred percent like that. I use a hundred hours to go buy more glue and just make <laughs> strips and just play with the strips all day long. No, it's it's fun. I just, it's uh it is so good to be back and seeing Addie, you know, back in her element with her friends. They're all cheering. They're all they mm. got their first win the other night. So. Uh, it's really cool. So I'm very happy to be back. And you know me, Rick, like that was a big source of stress for me when I was involved with the board there. Like, yeah. there, like there was a whole thing towards the end of it and it was, it got ugly during COVID, but now being back and seeing everybody, everyone's sort of, I don't know. It just feels right. Yeah. I'm sure for a lot of people, it's perspective too, that, you know, even though those like little things that used to matter when you're at the park or in whatever logistics are involved, they just don't matter right now because it's it's just everything of being back is hitting everybody at once. So that probably provides like a nice buffer for everybody to get back and have to do what they need to to get back in the swing of things before, you know, human nature takes over and <laughs> those things become bigger priorities again. So yeah. for now, it's like it's like the honeymoon period of like human existence. That's a really good way to put it because it's like, hey, I used to take this so seriously. And what we've learned over the last year is that it's not that serious. And you're right. It'll go, it'll come back. That seriousness will come back. But like the, the overall feel of it is, is everyone is just happy to be back, you know? And that, that's, mm-hmm. that's the feeling. That's the overriding feeling is here we are like, this feels good. This feels right. And let's not let the little stuff annoy us. Let's just, let's just enjoy being here. And the kids kind of have the same feeling too. They don't seem as stressed or as let down. If they have make a mistake, it's just like, all right, Pick it up. Next one. You know, we're just here to have fun. So hopefully that lasts. Maybe that'll be one of the silver linings of this whole thing is perspective. But, you know, I'm not going to get my hopes up totally for that to be a super long term thing. Yeah. So another example of people being excited to be somewhere they haven't been for a while or ever is the NFL draft, which happened this past weekend. And there were a couple podcast notes out of the draft. Very excited that the Pittsburgh Steelers saw potential within fat and that they took Presley Harvin III, the punter from Florida State. Why does this matter for us? Because punters are normally like weenie-looking dudes. (laughs) Correct. Presley Harvin III 
is 256 pounds. He is an NFL fat that is not a lineman. And he was drafted, which means he's going to play. To draft right. a kicker or punter, that means that this they see this guy as a, someone who's going to be part of the team for a long time. Well, I mean, as they should. Of course. He can play like, linebacker in a pinch. <laughs> or nose tackle. Right. Like, he's, he's a big boy. And also an accomplished saxophone player, apparently. Really? So... Yes, I'm feeling kind of seen with this guy. That's cool. I, I yeah. That, it's funny you mentioned that because I was very impressed that they were the Bears were showing some photos of Justin Fields visiting Soldier Field, and he was wearing a Grateful Dead hat. And I was really kind of like, wow, that's that's not what I would expect from a kid in his what who's 20 years old or whatever. Yeah, to be a big Grateful Dead fan, I feel like that sort of not that the dead died, but they. I'm the second generation <laughs> of Grateful Dead fan. Right. Yeah. So I feel like the generation under us or under me would kind of be out on them. But who knows? Maybe he just likes the hat. That's always a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, but it was cool to see that. And then, the but by the way, I want to say Presley Harvin, the third. That sounds like a uh, a borderline problematic wrestling manager. <laughs> you know, I like see that. <laughs> like kind of a southern guy, maybe. Maybe he's dressed up a little bit in, like, you know, some clothes that may be worn in the past. The Colonel! That sort of a kind of vibe from... <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I'm Presley Harvin see, He's got, like, a little, what do you call it, like, the cigarette on the stick kind of a thing. Yes. Like, like DiCaprio in, uh, in uh, Django. Like, that kind of yes. a character. Yes. <laughs> like a southern dandy. Yeah, Presley like he, Harvin he, III. He, he the almost Colonel! <laughs> He almost seems like he would hang out with Buzz Killington. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then, speaking of wrestling, mm -hmm. the Bears go and get a fat. Kareel Tonga. And Tonga is one of those places that wrestlers are from when they're, again, problematically like third world. They come from the Isle of Tonga. That's kind of the... <laughs> it's like the, the universal place where... Yeah, the, like the uh, the wrestlers they used to have on on leashes would come from. Jesus, uh, oh yes. yeah, no, I mean wrestling. Oh is, yeah, it's as bad. It's as very it problematic. Uh, but the Isle of Tonga was a big place for wrestlers to come from. But Kareel Tonga from BYU is a Chicago Bear, and this guy, the picture they used when they made the pick, he his face was having trouble staying in his helmet. You know what I'm talking about? Like where the oh yes, the fat is just kind of. Coming out of the like his cheeks are coming out of the 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 uh, face mask a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm excited. Six four three twenty two, which isn't even that fat. No. But he just I think he carries about seventy five pounds of his weight in his face. Yeah. 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 It's very much like um the man that I always say just they they didn't finish like if his started out with a blank like human head out of clay they just like stopped <laughs> defining it part of the way through that's kevin knox of the new york knicks yes who is not a fat however his face very much qualifies yeah that, that's that is a good way to put it the like eh, i'm gonna make some this is addy i find play-doh balls all over the house like i'm gonna make yeah never mind i'm just gonna leave it here on the table yep <laughs> so many nfl faces have come from the hands of children apparently <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I saw the tweet because I was sort of tuned out yesterday. 
Yeah. You know, the late rounds, they took forever and the Bears kept trading down and it was, I don't know half these guys anyway, but I saw that photo pop up and I was instantly delighted by the chunkiness of that guy's face, which was great. And speaking of the draft, um, we have talked about our boss, Mitch Rosen, on this podcast a lot Mm -hmm. and his uh, penchant for misspellings on his emails. Got a great one. Dr. Fat Profiles. It was supposed to say draft <laughs> profiles, but he switched the A and the F. So we got Dr. Fat Profiles, which was one of my favorite Mitch Rosen misspellings of all time. Yes. Oh, I, I think it's like number two for me right next to when he misspelled correction. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like, that's the essence right there. <laughs> that is uh, perfect. We were giving it to him. At, uh, we had a little work function on Thursday, a little post-show uh, thing. Were you there for that? For the um, f- for the Shake Shack experience from Rachel, our boss, our big boss? I was not there for that. Yes, yeah, she got a bunch of burgers and uh, chicken sandwiches and fries from Shake Shack to say thank you to everybody. Um, well, apparently not everybody. I, I guess not. Uh, he didn't get an email from Dr. Fat, apparently. I did um, not. Yeah, but uh, we were giving it to Mitch about his typos. It was pretty funny. He, he He's laughing about it. We got him on a good day, I guess. So that's that, good. Yeah, that's good. What, yeah, one of my favorite uh, short-lived Twitter accounts was when uh, there was the, what was it, Mitch Rosen text account that <laughs> definitely wasn't Matabaticola oh, running it. Was it was absolutely not Matabaticola. No, no, he no, would no. never do such a thing or be creative enough to come up with the concept. <laughs> no, so that's, that's not his personality at all. No, but it, it was a hilarious Twitter account while it was going. <sighs> Those were the days. But yeah, every day there's something for Mitch. But Dr. Fat was my favorite one. It was just so funny. Dr. Fat profiles. I'm like, I'm right here and I'm not a doctor yet. <laughs> I'm, work- seen. I'm, wor- <laughs> right, I'm working on it. I'm working so, on it. So one thing that happened to me this week is obviously I've spoken a lot on the podcast about Penn Station. Yeah. And my guy Kevin down there. And I go in there for the first time and I'll, it was a while. Like it's been like six weeks, two months maybe because of like my new schedule and the fact that it's not like right there. It's just, you know, like I, it's not as convenient anymore for me to be able to go get that. But I go in there and I get my usual. I get the Italian sub. I get the fries, which are delicious. Of course, I get a cookie to have later, which actually did last till later this time. And my pop and pap, pap. <laughs> and uh, and Kevin is like, hey, I've got something for you. And I don't know how long ago he thought of this, but. He gets through like a guy that owns a gas station by his place, like specialty candy, or in this case, a specialty pop, which is not native to around here. It's a red cream soda called Big Red. And he made sure that he saved one for me so that I could have it so we could have it for show content. That's awesome. Yes. So hat tip there to Kevin at Penn Station. And even regardless of doing those types of things, Penn Station is awesome if you have not tried it over in Oak Brook. I believe it's technically Oak Brook at that point uh, on Butterfield Road. But I had Big Red Cream Soda. I don't think it was the best cream soda I've ever had, but I would absolutely have it again. It was just like that right balance where 
you know, there are some like the bad cream sodas are like so sugary, or at least it feels like it's actually so sugary that almost like it feels like your teeth are dirty afterwards. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I know that feeling. Yes, it is not one of those. Like it is like proper balance. It's a really, really good cream soda that I would recommend people give, you know, if you have the opportunity, give it a spin. I believe if I remember from Kevin saying uh, that it's mostly in Texas and a little bit of like Southern Indiana. So I don't know what happens in all the states in between, but whatever. That's a so very, that's such a random, <laughs> isn't it? We're only in Texas and Indiana. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, oh, I've seen this before. I've now that I'm seeing the can, mm -hmm. I recognize the can. Okay, but yeah, I don't think I've seen it locally. Actually, I don't know. It says my Walmart has it. Really? Yeah. Walmart jewels. I'll have to look. Maybe it's. Wait, do they make other stuff? Oh no, big red soda. Is that cream soda, or do they have like other stuff? I don't know. Oh, see, maybe they don't have the cream soda. Let's see. Big Red Soda. Okay. So they must have Big Red must be a brand. Okay. And then they have a cream soda. Because, okay. Because I've seen that can before, but not the cream soda. All right. Hmm. Hey, by the way, I wonder if Dr. Fat is any relationship to Dr. Squatch. <laughs> I don't see why not. It could be brothers. And they could, Dr. Squatch could definitely help someone like Dr. Fat uh, smell good, smell better, feel better about themselves, get the self esteem up there. Because uh, I have not showered all day. It's been a morning of cleaning up and then doing outdoor work. And I am a little bit ripe right now. Uh, so as soon as this podcast is over, I am jumping in the shower and cleansing myself with Dr. Squatch conditioner, shampoo, soap. I'll probably brush my teeth again because I just feel kind of nasty. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can get all that stuff at DrSquatch.com. Go to DrSquatch.com. Check out what they have to offer. Recommend getting two bars of soap and a soap saver if it's your first time. Uh, check out uh, the Squatch quiz on the top right of the page. It'll sort of help you guide your purchase, find the right scents and textures for your skin needs. DrSquatch.com, first-time users. When you check out, use that promo code IMFAT20. You'll save 20% on your order while helping the podcast. At the same time, DrSquatch.com, promo code IMFAT20. Uh, last week, I gave you an update, Rick, on... Mm -hmm. The McDonald's basket o fries that I saw in the drive-thru? Yes. I got it. The other day, driving home, got a 10-piece nugget and a basket of fries, ordered with the robot, as always, well, when you like to order, it's like lasers coming out of it and stuff. <laughs> um, so I got a 10-piece nugget, you know, because I want to be healthy. Right. And a basket of fries. And it is a significant portion of fries. I'm going to say probably a large and a medium. Oh, wow. That would be my thought on okay. like how many come in the basket. Because I was a little bit concerned that they were just going to dump a large fry in a basket and call it a day. Mm -hmm. This was a lot of fries. And they were super hot and super fresh. Because they probably don't leave the basket just sitting. You know, like they have the cooling rack or like the rack to keep the fries ready to go. So they can just grab them and throw them in a box. Mm -hmm. With the basket, they probably got to make each basket to order. Just because they don't want to oh, leave them out and point. taking up space. So these were super hot, super fresh, and a significant amount of fries. Like, I finished that, and I was full. So highly recommend. It's 3 bucks, which is a little on the higher end, I would say, for an order of, like, for an order of fries. And if you're mm -hmm. going to make that party, this, see, this is the problem with a robot, is I don't know if I order a meal, can I upsize my fries to a basket? I don't, I, 
like the robot wouldn't let me do that. So I had to order everything kind of separately, even though I got to what amounted to a meal, McNuggets, fries, and a drink, I wasn't able to order it that way. With a Mm. person, maybe I would have been able to do that, but I digress. But yeah, highly recommend the basket of fries. And then this Tuesday, May 4th, McDonald's is giving away a free regular size caramel brownie McFlurry. At participating McDonald's has scanned the offer code in the McDonald's app and pick up their newest treat at your local participating restaurant. No purchase necessary. So you need that McDonald's app to get it. That's May 4th only. And they said if you order a $15 purchase from McDelivery with Uber Eats, a minimum $15 purchase from May 3rd to the 9th, you get a free regular size caramel brownie McFlurry with your order. So there you go. Keep that in mind. That's a PSA from the fats. Imagine getting McDonald's delivered. Is that the peak of laziness? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like if it's if it's one of your main fast food chains and you get it delivered, that is peak laziness. <laughs> yeah. Not judging. I just wouldn't do it myself. Because not even like if the drive through is too long, you even have the option of pulling to the, you know, the curbside spot, mm-hmm. ordering on your phone and having them bring it to you. Yeah. So you can even do that if you don't want to wait. So, yeah, there there's too many good options to just order because it, it's the delivery fees. That's a lot uh, of money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's too much. I, I don't think I think that's for me is too far. Mm hmm. Oh, so, Rick, I know, you know, I'm not the most like mecha- mechanically inclined guy in the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I told you about my my backup card, the 08 Ford Escape, like the really, really old rickety car I have. Yeah. And the I don't know what you call it, like the hatch window, like in the back, you know, like you hit yes. the button and like the only the glass opens. Mm-hmm. It's like a while back. I was trying <laughs> I was driving down the street and I just hear like clank, 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 clank behind me. The oh, that's whole, good. Yeah. The whole like latching system just rotted out of my car and fell out and I couldn't find it on the side of the road. So I've tried a million things like I tried to Gorilla Glue the window to the, you know, the rubber gasket, like inside mm-hmm. that hasn't worked. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to use it for short rides. I'm going to drive it to softball and back. That's it. Yeah. So yesterday I'm driving and it's, as you know, as everyone in Chicago knows, it was windy as hell yesterday. Yes. So the window flies open as I'm driving. I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you know what you need? You need the glue off of the old school uh, gift cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I should have done. But then I'd crawl in the back of my car and start peeling it off. Right. No, so finally I'm like, all right, I gotta figure something out. So, you know, the the gif of the of uh Zach Elephant with the math flying around his head. Yes. Like, how am I gonna solve this problem without spending more than ten dollars? Mm-hmm. So I went to uh Ace and I got um like a bungee cord that I'm putting on where the where the windshield wiper used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I know this car is like just falling apart as I drive it and it worked. I, so I hook that there and then I've got the bungee straps like going hooked underneath the, um, the back, the Jesus Christ. What do you call it? The back door, the <laughs> trunk. Thank you. There it is. <laughs> there it is the trunk. Beep, beep, beep. Oh my God. So it looks bad. And if anyone wants to bring in my car, it's very obvious that my hatch won't close on its own now. But at least it's not like flying open with softball equipment rolling down the street (laughs) as I'm driving my car anymore. But that just makes me want to get to Mazda Borland Park 
that much faster. So I don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. So I can upgrade my ride. My 2015 CX-5 is going strong. That is my go-to car. We take it on long road trips. I got 130,000 miles on it and it runs like the day I got it. It is awesome. Uh, so in a couple months, it's gonna be time to trade in that Ford and add a second vehicle to the Zawaski household. And when I do, I'll be calling Eric Vates at Mazda of Orland Park, 708-444-3200. Eric helped me buy my first Mazda CX-5. And because it's been such a great car, he's got a customer for life. But it's not just the car. You can get a nice car anywhere. You can get a nice Mazda anywhere. But the service and the selection at Mazda of Orland Park are unmatched. And uh, man, I, I, I wish I could take all my cars there for service because they do such a great job. They're so friendly. They're so helpful. You know your car's in good hands. You know they're not going to try to do you dirty and add services you don't need. Mm-hmm. I love it. You know, they come out like, do you want to change your filters or do you want us to do it? Instead of saying like, oh, we change your filters. That'll be 200 hours labor, which has happened to me before, right? Yeah. Not at Mazda of Orland Park. They take care of the customer. So it's not just, okay, here, buy a car. Okay, see you later. No, it's a it's a full service ownership experience. So go visit MazdaofOrlandPark.com or call Eric 708 708- 444-3200. Eric Vates, he's our guy. He has been around the Chicago sports scene forever. A huge Sox fan, big Hawks fan. So go say hi to Eric Vates at Mazavoran Park. And Rick, you were telling me before the show, uh, you had a, you had some car difficulties of your own. Yeah, not promising. Like my car has been so good, and I've you know I've driven that thing a lot. I'm trying to think of what year I got the car. It's a 2012. I think I got it in 2017. Okay. I think I got it when it was like five years old. And Math checks I, out, yes. Yeah, I got it with 30,000 miles on it. It just hit 150,000 miles. So wow. I'm obviously driving a lot. Yeah. Well, you're and, going from Lombard to, you know, to downtown. And you're going mm-hmm. from, you know, to IMS and back and forth all the time, too. Yeah, I mean it was and one and with the the car that I have now, like it's it was also when I was going from Geneva to the city and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh now it's not really accelerating and I'm pretty sure it's not getting out of first gear, which mm. I am no gearhead like you, so but I think I know that's not a great sign. No, it's not a great sign. That is my mechanical advice. That's my insight. Uh, to me, that sounds like a transmission, but I'm sure someone listening knows a lot more than I do. I'm fatpotagmail.com if you want to send some advice our way on that one. But that that to me sounds very much like a transmission. That happened to my Jeep, and that, my friend, is not cheap. No, no, it is not. So depending on uh, how all that math works out, I may be giving Eric a call myself to be like, hey, Eric. I know it's a bit of a hike for me to get down there, but like for good service, I'm especially on something as important as a car purchase. I am more than willing to drive or find a ride. However, I have to get to Mazda of Orland Park. <laughs> I will probably end up getting just there. have to get there from Lombard to from Lombard to Orland Park in first gear. Yeah, you'll be there in That's... six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> just, just leave now. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So I am dreading. Uh, taking my car to the shop and finding out what the issue is and you know having that probably happen while i'm at work tomorrow too so that'll just you know like double Uh, down on the fun there that sucks yes oh there's i forgot to mention this speaking of orland park we were out there this week just getting some grocery shopping done and we went to you ever been to creamery 
Have you ever I've seen heard, Creamery? I've heard of it, but I've never gotten it myself. Okay. I've been maybe once or twice in my life. Uh, like when I was babysitting, this is before Addie was born. I was babysitting my cousins and we would take them for ice cream. And I would just get like the basic stuff. But mm-hmm. this one in Mokina on 183rd. Yeah, I think that's right. Like 183rd and Wolf or LaGrange or somewhere right there. They had like Dole Whip ice cream and Dole Whips. I've never had a Dole Whip before. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. I know that's like the big thing at Disney is the yes. Dole Whip, but they've got the, I guess the regular is a pineapple, right? That's like the basic Dole Whip. Yes. But they have like five or six other flavors there. And then I got a root beer float. Hope got a Dole Whip. Addie got uh cookie dough ice cream, like combo Sunday. Oh, dude. If you go to Mazda Rowan Park, you got to go find the cream. There's a couple right around there. It was awesome. That's going to be a go-to place for us now. Like oh. We've got our DQ and we love it, but I yes. never had Dole Whip. Oh, that's one of those places, like, if I see one, I'm pulling off the road for one. Nice. Yeah, it was so good. So I mentioned it before. I figured if it was last week or two weeks ago, we're getting ever closer to the opening of the Rainbow Cone location that is like yes. 10 minutes from my house. That's awesome. I am so excited for you because there's so many people who have not had Rainbow Cone. It's been there for like 100 years at 80. What is it? 93rd and Western about. Mm-hmm. And it's phenomenal. Now, Rick, I'm going to challenge you. Have you looked up what a Rainbow Cone is? No. Like the flavors of ice cream? No. Okay. So you're going to see it and you're going to be like, I don't like half these flavors. Okay. But I'm challenging you to trust the process and sample the original rainbow cone the way it comes. Here are the flavors. Okay. Chocolate. Good. Strawberry. Good. Palmer House, which is New York vanilla with cherries and walnuts. Okay. Not the, not so big on the walnut part, but I can get through They're that. They're very, very small. Like, okay. You don't even notice them. Pistachio ice cream. Okay. And orange sherbet. Okay. That is a rainbow cone. So I can do that. The first time you go to Rainbow Cone, you just have to get a Rainbow Cone and experience it. I don't know why or how this works. I don't know the science behind it. I don't know, like, if you see these flavors in a pile, like, why they chose to put them together. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it works perfectly, and it's been around for 95 years. The place is awesome. I'm so excited for that because that's a whole... it's, It's so funny that that's where they chose... It just seems so random mm-hmm. from, I mean, I guess I could say that about anything, but from 93rd and Western to Lombard is really an interesting kind of, maybe they, maybe they have family out there. Maybe they live out that way. The owners, but you are going to love it. And they've got other stuff there too. They've got your basic ice cream flavors too, but you've just the first time try an original rainbow cone. Also a place that I've mentioned on the podcast before that I can't wait for it to be opening up Nacho Rita. There's no that, bad the, terms there. <laughs> right. There's no bad syllables. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they have done a soft launch. Oh, nice. And in the, this upcoming week, so I guess it's like Sunday and Monday, they're closed. It's like a Tuesday through Saturday thing. I will make sure to have it this week. And mind you, I like that on their website, it says this is a soft open so don't like if you try it and you absolutely hate it please let us know like don't just like blast it out there that you absolutely hated it like it's a soft launch for a reason let us know so we can fix whatever the issue is i love the fact that that's the approach they're taking to it 
That's how it should be. And that's how people should look. Anytime a new business opens and you're there the first, I would even say like first month, Mm -hmm. you've got to be prepared for some sort of slow service or something wrong with your order because they're learning. Everybody's learning. It's going to be fine. I just love like the name Nacho Rita. I don't even have to look at the menu. I know exactly how it's going to be. I am texting you the menu as we speak. All right. I will it be is, happy to join you there. Yes, for their for their soft launch menu. It is exciting because it just says, I want dot, dot, dot. Then it's tacos, a bowl, burrito, or their pizza box nachos. Oh, my God. Pizza box nachos. Hell yes. Yes. Now, is this a chain? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, the website looks really good. So this is interesting. So do you have any kind of, like idea how it's going to work? Is it like a Chipotle kind of a place where you go like station I'm, to station? I'm not sure. I'm not sure because until I think it was this past week was the first week it was open. And I didn't get a good enough look the one time I drove by. So it was kind of hard to tell just by like the setup in there how it's done. But I am very intrigued by this. It is walking distance from my house, even for me. So Rascal I will be trying distance. this. <laughs> what? Rascal scooter distance. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Don't have to worry about a charge or anything there. I mean, it is the next block over. So I am ecstatic that, I, and I will make sure to try this this week. Please send me a picture of the pizza box nachos. I have to know what that is and how it's executed. I mean, it sounds pretty self-explanatory, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be disappointed and not have it be as great as it sounds. That sounds fantastic. Yes, I'm very excited. And I just, I love the, and I know the first time we spoke about it, I mentioned like their kind of uh, slogan, and I just appreciate it that they're unapologetically inauthentic Tex-Mex. That's the perfect name for it. Nacho Rita is the perfect name. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It is a, we, we're tacos for white people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like that's, they're just telling you mm-hmm. that there's a place in uh, Dixmore called chips and salsa. Like, okay, I see you. I know where yes. you're coming from. Like I, I get to what you're telling me. Exactly. All right. I'm excited. That, that sounds really good. You got, man, you got some good stuff coming your way. I know I am. I am. Uh, the, the food community is being very, very good to me. That is <laughs> that is for sure. Yeah, there's a couple places. I know we have a Mediterranean place coming by us uh, soon. Not my biggest thing. I can't really get into it. Hope loves it. I just I don't know. Just the flavor profiles don't really do it for me. Yeah, I'm mind you minimal exposure to it. Mm-hmm. However, what I've had, I feel the same way. Yeah, it's just I find the meat real dry and it's very sauce reliant. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes sauces are whatever sour cream, mayo based. And I'm just not into that. Even like tzatziki sauce, I don't really love. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of not my thing, which is why I don't really eat euros. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So if you're wondering why, that's why. And then we had I think I've talked about Vita tacos on the show before. They've reopened under a different name. Uh, Riviera tacos on uh, Martin avenue there in homewood and we went there for lunch uh this week and i got the they had the best fish tacos and they left the aioli on when i asked for no aioli i'm like you know what screw it and i ate it and it was good it was Hmm. good it didn't even affect like it actually made it better so maybe i'm coming around rick wow 
I'm not. <laughs> I well, the, am not. On the Shane Reardon uh, chicken sandwich taste test that was posted on the score's Instagram, uh, I, I sort of plowed through the, the aioli. Mm-hmm. You were not happy about it. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I, I was not. Like, it was good chicken, and yeah, he it ruined chicken. it. It was really good chicken, and he ruined it with mayo. Yeah, he so, did a good job, though. Gotta he say. did. Oh, no, he did a very good job. Tastier, not easier. Yes. I think he's in on that joke. I think. I hope. I, yes. I hope he doesn't actually believe that With it's With him, it, it's, it's always kind of tough to know. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. Should we get to the fat phone? Is it time? Is it time for some fat phone calls? Well, you told me before the show what? that you had an experience that you haven't had in forever. Oh, my God. Yes. I forgot. For breakfast today, for the first time in a year, I ate at a diner. Rick. Wow. I, I know it doesn't sound that exciting, and we talk about things we take for granted. A diner is one of them. And Hope's like, what are you going to get? We haven't been here in uh, over a year. I go, bacon and eggs. What the hell else would I get at a diner that I haven't been at for, <laughs> for over a year? See, it's so funny. You say bacon and eggs. I use the same logic for biscuits and gravy. Dude, I got to tell you, I got to look this up. So it's Grady's in Homewood. And it's our, it's our go-to. We would, like, you know, pre-quarantine, we would go every week for, you know, on a weekend, we would go get breakfast or whatever. They've got this thing in our menu. I hope it's here online. It's um, fried chicken on a, I think it's on a biscuit with, uh, with um, what do they call it? Sawmill gravy. Dude, I'm telling you, if I was not so like absolutely sold on mm-hmm. <laughs> bacon and eggs as I absolutely was, it was so good sounding and I just cannot find the name of it. Here, the Southern Bird Sandwich. Fried chicken, fried chicken. I like fried chicken. We gotta get that kid on the on the board. By the way, yeah, uh, I I, do, I, do, I love the fact that like the best way to do his voice is essentially somewhat modify a Lou Pinella impression. Oh, I, I don't modify it. I just do Lou Pinella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here, fried chicken, bacon, fried egg, sausage gravy on a bun. Yes, please. Yeah, all of work. that. Oh, man, it was so good to be back though. I miss paying sixty dollars for breakfast. what the hell am Uh, i doing right oh it doesn't matter their bacon is so free they have found the way they they serve a grady's thick cut bacon Mm -hmm. and it's at the same time crispy and soft they cook it perfectly where you pick up your bacon from your plate and it doesn't bend but it's also not crunchy and crumbly nice that's the perfect spot that's the sweet spot I can never get it quite right when I make bacon. I'm either too soft or I'm too crispy. I need to find that sweet spot, but I'll, I'll get there in time. But man, it was so we ate outside. It was beautiful out um, and just it was just so nice to be. I, that's it, man. Just having these things come back for us. Right. Having mm-hmm. the ability to go do that and enjoy that without freaking out about it, without worrying about it too much. Just the feeling of normal that's coming back. You know, and I know concerts are happening and, and people are going people are going to start going to Bulls and Hawks games this week. Yeah. So it's crazy, man. We're getting there. We're getting there. But for me, that like that was our routine once a week, either Saturday or Sunday, we would wake up. We would go to Grady's for breakfast. So to add a piece of our routine back, 
That's probably cool. maybe shouldn't feel as big as it does, but it felt really big. So with softball and that this week, it's been really kind of a refreshing return to normal for us. So overall, very good week. Anyway. Yeah. I'll, oh, before we get to the fat phone, one last thing. Mm-hmm. I have to address something that happened this week. Okay. We did the video reviewing the very delicious oh, chocolate-covered bacon caramels. I think I know where you're going with this, but I'll, I'll allow you to proceed. Yes. Um, there's, two, there's really two things I could go to, but I want to address the thing that is more important to me first. Yes, I was wearing dress clothes. <laughs> I know that's not what you thought I, where you thought not, I was going. And we should have led with this. Yeah. But go on. I have, I have thoughts. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was wearing dress clothes for a job interview. This is why I wore dress clothes. I hate wearing dress clothes with a fiery passion. Now, the one good thing that came of of having to wear dress clothes was having to A, find the dress clothes and B, realizing I didn't need to buy new clothes, even though I hadn't, uh, I had not gotten dressed up in well over a year probably closer to two so the fact that now mind you the pants were something i think i bought uh during like in this time in the middle because it was like they were like hundred dollar slacks that were on a crazy clearance number so i was like oh i'll get them sure but the fact of not having to rush out to kohl's the morning of to buy a shirt or buy pants or something was amazing but however, even though they were nice clothes, pretty comfortable by, for, by dress clothes standards, I hated every single moment <laughs> wearing them. I just love you coming to the studio with your Target bag and your New Balance shoes ready to go for the moment the interview ends. Yep. <laughs> oh, and Mitch even knows how much I hate it. When we were done, he was like, thanks for coming in early and go change. <laughs> right i know you brought a change <laughs> because of clothes. he knows yeah yeah so that was uh that was the main thing i wanted to address me being the a staunch proponent of not wearing dress clothes ever yeah having to wear dress clothes and being in a video it hurt my soul a little bit all right so here here's my thing and i got a lot of comments this week look i realize i've lost some weight okay Acknowledge, I have lost some weight. Yes, I have. Yeah, because I'm jerk. I'm, I'm sorry, but for people to have the audacity to call me a normie is absolute insanity. If you watch that video, mm-hmm. you can see where my man boobs and my giant beer belly come together. The problem is there are valleys in my shirt <laughs> of. Fat, skinny, like, I guess the one part would be, like, just under my man boobs before my belly begins. And Mm -hmm. my shirt definitely forms that hourglass shape that I'm not supposed to have because I'm a man. And the hourglass (laughs) happens under my boobs, not under my stomach. To be fair, my fatness was hard to ignore in that video. Well, you were also standing a couple. You were standing. You were, like, three steps in front of me. And I was sitting on the the, uh, desk behind us. So yeah. it also gave a bad like optical illusion that you were twice my size. Yeah. Oh, dude, I looked like the jolly fat giant. <laughs> like that's 100% <laughs> what I looked like. 
but I was still uncomfortable because I was in dress clothes. Yeah. Well, it was formal. You know, I think Charlie likes us formal. Yeah, yeah. sure. No, it was it was a good video. And we'll, we, we got to talk about those those caramel, those bacon caramels when we uh, get to Charlie's uh, read here. Yes. After Ask a Fat. So let's get to Ask a Fat without any further ado. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. You can leave us a message on the fat phone, 708-858-3314, 708-858-3314. Remember, Charlie the Bacon Guy, every month for our best contributor of the month, gets a Charlie the Bacon Guy prize pack. That's something you want. I'm just going to throw it out there. Charlie the Bacon Guy is based in Woodridge. He sells bacon and bacon jams, always a nitrate and nitrite-free product. With an all-natural cure, it's applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon, all from Catalpa Grove Farms in Dwight, Illinois. Place your order with Charlie directly. Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy. Email Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Or he's now on Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. Hit him up in his DMs and send your order. There are always flavors rotating for Charlie. He's got the original, the barbecue rub, the rosemary, pepper, garlic, the honey chipotle. These are the bacon flavors. He's got Korean barbecue, the vanilla bourbon he's had recently. Bacon jam. Have you ever had bacon jam? I know you have, Rick. You, the listener, yes. if you had bacon jam, it's phenomenal. Put on a burger, put on toast, put on anything, eat it with a spoon. Original bourbon, habanero, honey chipotle. He's got a vanilla bourbon bacon jam, too. Shipping anywhere in lower 48 is a flat fee of $15, but Charlie's happy to meet you if you live in the Western Burbs. If you're not, he can meet you halfway. He will make this deal work, so hit him up. Again, Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, and at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Charlie, we love you. We love your bacon. And uh, I'm sorry I strayed from Charlie the Bacon this morning and went to, went to uh, Grady's for bacon, but I will, I will fix it. All week as I make another batch tonight. All right, to the fat phone we go. Hey, Jay and Rick, it's Charlie the Bacon Guy. Hey! I have a little <laughs> fat session for you guys this morning on a beautiful Monday, about 70 degrees at this point. Uh, I ran out of coffee creamer um, at the house, and instead of going to the store to buy more, I was making some bacon caramel and uh, put a little bit in my coffee. Uh, and oh, wow. That should be a thing. Thanks a lot. Talk to you guys later. I think it is a thing. <laughs> I think yeah. it was made it a thing. Dude, those yeah. were so good. Yes. Like, I didn't quite know what to expect. Right. But like that, like we mentioned in the video, the initial taste is caramel, but then the smoke hits you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this is like some next level stuff. Yes. And I was expecting it to be chocolate caramel covered bacon, like a like a strip of bacon. Oh, right. Okay. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. But it was a chocolate covered caramel, and the caramel yeah. had bacon flavor. Yeah, it was like a souped oh, up milk dud in a way. It was insane. So yes. good. So yeah, hit up Charlie and get those uh, bacon caramels. Not what I expected. Better than I expected. Because I've had, like, you know, the the candy bacon mm -hmm. and the chocolate bacon. I was like, all right, it's cool for, uh, like, oh, yeah, that was chocolate bacon. Sure was. It was good, of course. But that thing was like nothing I've ever had before. 
the bacon caramel was the chocolate covered bacon caramel. That's what it was. Absolutely unbelievable. So thank you, Charlie. Uh, keep those coming. Hey, gentlemen. It's uh, your old pal, Fromage. Um, a couple episodes ago, uh, I believe we were discussing McDonald's and birthday parties. Um, and I recall growing up in Westchester that one of the only uh, McDonald's that had a play place was either in Elmhurst or Villa Park. And that was the place to go for birthday parties because they had the indoor play place. You could climb in Mayor McCheese's head. Uh, you could ride the little uh, French fry burglars, the hamburglers. Uh, or no, the hamburger was a the guy. There was the fry guys or whatever they were. Um, but, yeah, Grimace was a, a thing you could play inside and on, which I'm sure today wouldn't be great. Um, so, yeah, I do recall that as a kid, uh, and that was always a treat. Um, I also looked into your basket of fries because we do have that in Algonquin. Uh, and you're, what you're looking at for your $3 is what they claim is the equivalent of two mediums, which a medium is two sixty nine. So at $3, that's a great deal. Nice. Um, for McDonald's French fries. So yeah, that sounds like that's something that, uh, I think the entire listener audience needs to jump all over. So, all right, gentlemen, have a great day. Enjoy the summer. Bye-bye. Rick, are you young enough or old enough to remember the McDonald's play place? Not play land. Play place is different. Yes. Okay. There was one in, God, was that? considered maybe west chicago or it was like a mcdonald's that was up on a 64 out west i forget if it was considered like west chicago or st charles but i believe there was one there yeah where it's like the the whole separate room and they got everything and yeah it's like it's like you're uh the fast food version of like discovery zone or whatever your version of that place that you enjoyed was. Yeah. Have you ever burned yourself with third degree yes. burns inside officer uh, big Mac's head? Outside not, third, of- <laughs> not third degree, but I have definitely burned. I have definitely had that happen. All right. Here's the plan. We're going to build a <laughs> officer big Mac out of pure steel. We're going to leave him out in the sun all day long. And then we're going to tell kids to climb inside. What could possibly go wrong? Right. <laughs> like Seriously. You and you would hear like, as your skin starts right. to cook like the bacon I mentioned earlier. <laughs> Crispy and yet soft at the same time somehow. <laughs> Thank you very much, Officer Big Mac, and your flaming head of steel. Yeah, it also doesn't help that it's literally all windows around you, so it makes it even worse. Yes. Oh, my God. That was just like a medieval torture device. Seriously. Maybe we should make a vent for some air in there. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. we'll put some charcoal in there, too, while we're cooking up children. Oh, my <laughs> God. Right. I mean, how, how do they get to the baby back ribs? I know, dude. It's like you go in there and it sounds like a fajita plate came outside. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, I think about the stuff that we had as kids. Yes. Like, how about not even McDonald's related? The high dive. We're gonna yes. build a fifteen foot ladder <laughs> with what like could go one wrong? rail on each side <laughs> and let any kid that feels like it go up there and do it. 
Like what? what That's kind like of world more, were we living like in? Or like the um the old uh swing sets and stuff that were all metal. Oh yeah. Like I know at like my elementary school, it was like the all metal swing set, and then instead of like now, where what is it mostly now? Like wood chips or something? Oh yeah, what, like Barker. Now they even have like the one of the parks that he has has like a rubber like smushy ground, almost like a track. Yeah, yes, that's thank you. It's a much okay. better, a much yes, that is correct. I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. For but because, like, I, I remember, it, uh, like, we had like little pebbles. Ours was, ours was like when you jumped off, you would land in like the thing of pebbles. Yeah, and like that was generally okay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, except for I will never forget this because it never made a lick of sense to me. Julie Poles would jump when she when she would jump off she would land in the splits oh my yes why though and i was like how how do you how are you not dead <laughs> how and why <laughs> yes i mean like good for her for being able to do it but like that was something that just like blew my mind wait growing up uh you're telling me you know you know a girl named julie poles who well, could, i mean that was her that was her maiden name who could land in the splits I mean, we're, if, that. We're, if we're talking we're about not, like, we're not doing that, it's like a pre. No, we're right. not right. doing that because I actually gave a person's real name. So we're not we're not doing that. <sighs> OK, fine. I'll beep her name out. <laughs> but I mean, no, I don't care the name like, and the talent. No, OK, I, all right. I'll stop. It's yeah, not spelled the same way. So. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's like Polish and Polish. Yes, exactly. Go to Polish Fest. Go to Polish. <laughs> All right. We're losing ourselves. Here we go. Yes. Hello, fellow fats. This is Nick from Oak Forest. A couple of episodes ago, I think it was Jay specifically just mentioned that Arby's rules. I think it was a mm -hmm. debate about top fast food places, something like that. And I thought about it. I haven't been to an Arby's in maybe 12 or 15 years. So I went to Arby's, and it was awesome. And I've now been to the Arby's at um, near 159th in Harlem probably four times in the last three weeks. I, I think I'm becoming addicted to Arby's. So I just want to say thanks for bringing me back around on Arby's. Take care. Nice. That's a, You know you're either a fat or really like a P1 of this podcast when it's like, oh, I needed to try this. And now I have it every day. Yeah, that's how it works. That's, yeah. that's pretty typical. We get in ruts, definitely. Uh, but it's a good thing because I found something I really, really like, and I'm going to have it a lot. Very, very, and I like that people are thinking of us when they eat. Mm -hmm. That's that, that, that's the sort of, uh, ingrained advertising you can't pay for. <laughs> yes, exactly. If, well, to be fair, it's something that people deal with every day, you know, food, right? Hey, if we mention every fast food place, every episode, that's free advertising for us, basically when you think about it. Right. And yeah. also for them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, that's uh, they should pay us. All right. Yes. We got to get paid by every restaurant to continue the podcast. That's it. Yep. That that I will not accept anything less. By the way, speaking of uh, him trying Arby's, our guy Lance Levine tried Long John Silver's. And guess what? He mm. loved it. No kidding. Long John Silver's also rules. So if you ever burn out of Arby's, go jump into a Long John Silver's line. It won't be long. Literally jump in. That's awesome. Long John Silver's is the best. The absolute best. <laughs> I know no one believes me. Go try it. Trust me. All right. Want to do some Ask a Fats? Let's do it. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. 
and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. We want to send a special welcome to our newest sponsor, Marishka's in Crest Hill, 604 Theater Street. They're family owned and operated since 1933, and it shows with every visit. The quality, the attention to detail, the perfect preparation on all their food items. Go visit the Zadralovich family out there in Crest Hill at Marishka's. They are world famous for their poor boy sandwiches. If you're going to Marishka's for the first time, that's where I would start. That's what I would try, but there is truly something for everyone at Marishka's. Steaks, chops, seafood. They've got a great kids menu. Bring your entire family. Everyone will leave full. Everyone will leave happy. Go visit them. Again, 604 Theater Street in Crest Hill. Visit facebook.com slash Marishka's or marishka's.com. That's M-E-R-I-C-H-K-A-S. They're closed only on Christmas Easter, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. So get on out to Crest Hill and try Marishka's and bring a bunch of your friends. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a fats this week are brought to you by our friends at Team Hockberg. Check out David Hockberg at 855-56-David-56-David.com and his team over at Team Hockberg for all your mortgage needs. If you're looking to buy, you're looking to sell, you're looking at the possibility of refinancing, so maybe you want to make some improvements on your home where you need some extra cash for something else, Team Hockberg can help you out with not just getting that done, but doing it in the way that is best for you because they realize the best way to keep getting business and get new business is by keeping everybody happy, not necessarily trying to penny pinch everybody for every last dollar they can get because just, you know, crazy concept. Happy customers will spread the word. That's like what we do. The fact that we know so many people that have used Team Hochberg, that have listened to advice from David Hochberg when they're going through the mortgage process, that we know David's good people, that Team Hochberg are good people, and that's why we sing the praises on the podcast. So if you want to just dip your toe in a little bit, get an idea of what David's about and what the mortgage process is like, because I know that it still isn't that long ago that I bought my first, I bought my condo and it was a huge undertaking. So Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WGN radio, that's a.m. 720 for those in the, in the Chicagoland area, Home Sweet Home Chicago is David's talk show where they talk about mortgages, they give advice, they have guests. So that's a good way to kind of initiate yourself to the process. Then you call 855-56-DAVID, go to 56david.com and tell them that you heard about Team Hockberg from us because that lets David know that we're singing his praises. Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS 1124061. All right, first email comes uh, anonymously from a P1 to the podcast. I'm not going to give her name because she wants to be anonymous. She said... I told myself that I wouldn't eat fast food from the day after my daughter's birthday 
till mine, which is 17 days. Well, I didn't even make it a day. <laughs> what is the longest you've gone without having something from a fast food restaurant? Wow. This is, I'm almost embarrassed to answer this. It's not long. Seriously. Like, it is not long at all. Unless I'm on vacation, right? Where you're trying the local stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't know if I've ever gone more than three days without something fast food. So like, you know, let's say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even if I'm doing my best, one of those days I'll have dried th- drive through for breakfast or for lunch or something at yes. least once. But I would say like once a day, I'm going to drive through of some kind, be mm-hmm. it, be it Starbucks, be it grabbing lunch from McDonald's, being grabbing, grabbing a quick dinner before a softball or whatever. I'd say probably once a day, there's some sort of drive through experience for me. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Especially with as much time as you know, we're on the road and stuff that it's just kind of natural that it's going to happen that way. So, yeah, especially right now, once a day at my furthest away from peak, I would say you're probably right around like I've gone three days before. I'm trying to think like at the very beginning of the lockdown, how uh, how long I went because we loaded up on stuff yeah just so we wouldn't have to leave but like even then i think it was like three or four days because i would just want to you know go for a drive just to get out and i would go get some drive get something from a drive through so yeah probably like three days yeah maybe that's why we're fat hmm hmm interesting yeah so be it all right i have one here from jack who said i saw this dr pepper birthday cake flavor pop has birthday cake as a flavor jumped the shark? That is a uh, that is the last flavor I order. Same I just, here. I just you mentioned back when we were talking about the cream soda, like it's too sweet. I'm kind of yeah. that's where I am with birthday cake. Like it's not a flavor. Exactly. Thank you. See, I I know you like birthday cake as a flavor. I think a little bit more than I do. Or like I, you, I don't really like it though. Anymore. okay cool well i know you've mentioned it may did you like overdo it because i know for a while you were like oh birthday cake flavor i think i did overdo it and that, i think the the question of jumping the shark is accurate because now it's like birthday cake everything the first time i tried i wouldn't think i think the first time i had birthday cake flavored something it was like was, oreos or something no it was cold stone oh yeah cold stone had birthday cake ice cream like okay that's a cool base to like do some other stuff with but then everybody was like, birthday cake Oreo, birthday cake this, birthday cake coffee creamer. Like, oh, my God, stop. It just it just wasn't that good of a flavor. And I'll say the same thing about Red Velvet. I think Red Velvet yeah. is super overdone now, too. Ag- agreed. Yeah, because then you get bad varieties of it, and that just gets to be so much. It's just unbearable. Yeah. All right, I got one here from Brandon. He says, what is your podcast partner's worst fat take? Peanut butter takes aside. I'll let you go first. Your worst, your worst take, huh? That's a good one because there's not that much that we truly disagree on. Yeah. Because it's mostly when we disagree, it's something that I dislike that you are probably in the majority of liking. So unless I'm just like straight missing one, 
Yeah, because we, we don't, don't like think... the things we don't like are similar. Yeah. Like so you don't like, like mayo. I don't like mayo. You don't like ranch. I don't like ranch. So, yeah, the, the, like really, I think it's a peanut butter aside is kind of hard to do for me because like that's kind of a glaring one for you. I know it's incredibly lame, but I can't think of one that I just like outright think is awful offhand. The only thing non peanut because I do think the peanut butter thing is awful because um, <laughs> you're missing out on so much awesome stuff, but it's fine. Chinese food for me is a, a weird. We talked about this last week. It yes. just like Chinese food is such a wheelhouse fat guy food. It's so good. There's so many different options. Like it could be as exotic or as tame as you want it to be. It just surprises me that you don't like Chinese food. So that's my and I was thinking about this, like things we can add to the podcast as we sort of move on and evolve this thing. Mm-hmm. Like once a week, you and I try something outside of our, our outside of our comfort zones a little yeah. bit. Right. Like and not like a food challenge like go eat eel no, or go no, eat monkey no. brains or whatever but Ew. hey challenge yourself try something you've never had before that maybe you don't think you would love and see and just see how it goes i think that could be something we could do like a, a listener recommended uh suggestion like all right this week you guys got to try like rick try baba ganoush you know, yes. I, don't know if, I don't know if you ever had that but I'm it's not. something i think you'd probably like that you've okay. just never tried right yeah S- stuff like that so i don't know Screw it. Let's do it. If someone's got a suggestion for us, hit us up. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Get us out of our comfort zones, and we'll try some new stuff. I mean, we can't go wrong, right? And then we can expense this. We can write this off. That's true. Because it's purely for show content. Exactly. (laughs) How about we write off the food we didn't like? Yeah, right. Can I write off all my fast food for this year because my tax lady's going to be busy? (laughs) Yeah. Enjoyed chicken nuggets. Fries were cold, right off fries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, got one here from Rob. Okay. Said, I had a moment that was too good to share. On Monday, I was listening to the latest podcast while driving to Springfield for work. I pulled over at Popeye's for lunch and below. Oh, he sent a picture. So an dot worker drove his mowing tractor through the drive through <laughs> to make sure he got his chicken. The mowers made for cutting grass and ditches. Uh, Rob, that was my summer job in college. Really? Oh, I cut the gra- I drove a tractor, a, a, like a lawnmower tractor mm-hmm. for the park district. The greatest job ever. I drove on my ass all day. Yep. I would cut lawns and parks. I would be outside. Mm-hmm. I had a nice long lunch break. I got to go get near conditioning in all the park district buildings. It was the greatest job ever. It didn't pay anything. But man, I basically got paid to get a tan. That's it, all, you know, we used to um this years and years ago because my mom grew up uh with horses. Like she was like right out of high school, she was in like the like equestrian competitions and that type of thing. So, when I was younger, we actually had a horse and it was just uh, we worked on the farm to help like, you know, pay off the, the rent for, you know, for the horse to stay in that stable. And one of my jobs was when my dad wasn't feeling it on a Saturday, I would be the one that got to mow the, like, I don't know, like acre and a half or so that they had. And I, I felt the same way where it's like, sure. Nothing's going to feel great when you're doing it, when it's like 95 degrees out in the middle of summer, but more often than not, there's a little bit of breeze. 
you get that fresh cut grass smell you're not actually having to like deal with a push mower or anything like that so yeah that's kind of a sweet gig how did i never know this about you what that that you had a farm life i mean kind of like it was it was still within west chicago though it was just like in kind of like a back subdivision somewhere like kind of in the west chicago windfield border ish area but yeah i mean my mom grew up like working at farms from an early early age like she worked with animals she's worked with animals her entire life when she was 18 she like moved to the apartment above the equine hospital that she worked at that's awesome yeah so we've that's why we've always had multiple even though like the house i grew up in is like pretty pretty small we always had multiple pets we had you know like for that we actually had one day when um we had sold our horse and and it was like when she was going to get moved where she couldn't stay in for whatever reason she couldn't stay in the stable the one extra day so for about like six or eight hours we legitimately had a horse in our backyard that's really cool and like there's a picture somewhere of the horse with its uh front two hooves up on the uh, up on the deck, like kind of looking like, can I come in? <laughs> so just like, you know, like that kind of odd look on the face. So no, we've, that's why, like, I've always, I've always loved having pets. Like it's weird living here because there's such restrictions on the pets you have that I haven't had a pet for multiple years. And it just feels weird to me. That is cool. I, I, that's funny. I never knew that about you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just, it gets more interesting every day, Rick every day that's a lie but i'll take it every day with rick is an adventure it just it really is all right i got one more here from our culver's insider so here we go ready okay says rick so glad you were able to enjoy the pretzel bites again they are officially a permanent menu item on the culver's menu let's go that's it you did it rick you did we owe it all to you thank you rick camp for making that happen you're all welcome our culver's insider goes on to say I must say I was intrigued by your suggestion by of offering a sampler of our signature side items. I can't say that it's the first time I've heard this, but it certainly has been floating around a lot lately. Oh, let's go. So he says, what I'm asking of you two are some possible combinations and expectations of this combo. What would you like to see included? How much would you feel comfortable paying? Would this be for one person, two, and or a family? Any feedback you can provide might stir up some internal discussions with our menu development team. <sighs> Another insider exclusive, the Pretzel House Pub Burger will be returning this summer at all locations. Pretzel bum, <laughs> pretzel bum, <laughs> pretzel bun, Wisconsin cheddar cheese sauce, pickled onions, bistro sauce, and of course, bacon. Let's go. This is really exciting, man. This is huge. So for me, if I'm, do- if I'm limited to two, on the sampler, give mm-hmm. me curds and pretzel bites. Yes, 100%. Yeah. And then, but I would be cool if you could like also, hey, I want to mm-hmm. get some fries in there too. Or like maybe you just say pick two yeah. of our signature items and just put them together. That'd be a good way to do it so everybody can be happy. Exactly. I think we're on to something here. I think so. By the way. We have pull at Culver's. How cool is that? I know. That is really exciting. Like, <laughs> Especially considering the fact it's like literally the best fast food restaurant that we have. 
and really we've got is. an insider. Like that's really awesome. Yeah, that's that is very exciting. I I cannot believe this is like. There's moments in my career mm-hmm. where I've like had to pinch myself a little bit. Like, wow, this is really really happening to me. Um, well, you know, uh, <laughs> this might be the best one. I gotta be <laughs> honest. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) excuse me. Just like the way the podcast has taken off and gotten the popularity it has is so like out of left field, considering I think what we thought, like just kind of what we thought it was going to be when we started. I listened to episode one this week. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, just like someone mentioned they went back and started listening from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I'll check that out. Like, I, I should see what it sounds like. We were so much more... um organized but it was it was much less organic yeah you know it was more um i don't know like we had a a very exact plan yeah and all those sort of things so um i like it better now and it was super edited i think you like edited out all the breaths and stuff oh yeah i think i did for a while yeah so i i I just think it sounds better now we're we're you know it just sounds more natural we're having more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because like at the time we were trying to figure out what the hell it was. Exactly. So now that we know what it is and it's just like reacting, like that's really all we're doing to what the other one brings up. Like that's fun. The fact that it's, you know, that we don't have to like be as super diligent about like prep or something like that because we know that stuff's just going to come up. Cause like we even said before the start of this episode, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really like do a whole lot this week. And, you know, just that type of thing. Both of us were kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much stuff we have. And then we get to this point and it's like, this is a full ass episode. It's more than that. It's pretty long. I did the, I don't know exactly how long because I had to take mm-hmm. a break in the middle for reasons. Um, <laughs> gastric reasons. <laughs> but <laughs> Anyway, our listeners don't need to know that. I think nope. we're good, right? We got everything covered. Yeah. Yeah, we do. So check out our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, Team Hockberg, Mazda of Orland Park, and Marichka's in Crest Hill. Follow us on all our social media platforms at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out everything on the link tree. You've got the Patreon, the T Public. Always be looking for the sales because there's always one on deck, it feels like. And if you haven't checked out the new designs, do that. I am really happy with the two shirts that i got i got an onion ring of honor shirt in like a yellow that's not like it's not yellow it's yellow <laughs> yellow yeah y- it's yellow yellow, <laughs> yellow. It's, it's just a hub one yeah uh, and then the fat guy summer shirt in the teal is great although i feel like i hit an extra level of fatness like i unlocked a new level because I couldn't even get the tank top because that's just one that the design like almost screens for you to get the tank top, even though fats look bad in tank tops. Yeah. Because it's just summery. It's just like the perfect summer type thing. It's got that like almost like South Beach feel to it. So I I got that in the regular t-shirt and it's awesome. Wore it yesterday and I love it. So make sure to check out the T Public shop and also subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate and review the podcast and tell a friend because that is always how this thing's going to keep growing. And we appreciate everybody who's jumped on throughout the entire process of doing this thing. I love that we keep getting like new people all the time 
and they'll re it's like sometimes annoying or it feels like it would be annoying to get like the same questions over and over but it's good because it means you got people jumping in who maybe didn't hear some of the older episodes so it's great that we've been getting a lot of that lately too so for jay i'm rick this is the i'm fat podcast all right i think we got a lot accomplished here today <laughs>